Yeah, what is going on, everybody? We are back with another episode of From My Experience Podcast. I am your host, Rob, and I am feeling fantastic. Uh, These past couple of weeks have been crazy, but now I am a little bit further into my summer, and it feels great. I've had a chance to play with my mixer, to add some production value to the podcast. That also feels great. And if you did not hear <clears throat> about an episode or two ago, I now have an intern by the name of Miss Erica Brooks. And she is spectacularly awesome, and we're going to be up to some great things. But first, I want to thank everyone for listening, liking, following, and subscribing. Thank you so much. Your support means the world. Um, you know, we we do this because we want to promote positivity and we want to inspire others. So knowing that y'all are out there sharing, liking, subscribing, and listening lets us know we're not falling upon deaf ears and that you are here for us because we're here for you, okay? Now, ladies and gentlemen, you know, you can follow us on Instagram, FME underscore podcast. You can join the Facebook group from My Experience Podcast. And we're on Twitter. Erica's on Twitter. I'm not on Twitter. That's Erica if y'all come across her on Twitter. So I don't do that. I'm old. I was original Twitter guy when it first came out, but we ain't going to get into all that. But ladies and gentlemen, we have a special guest in the building. Hey. This is the new guest music, by the way, y'all. Ladies and gentlemen, I got to let the beat drop. Now... There are different types of artistic talent in the world. I've seen painters, I've seen photographers, met a couple of sculptors, but this brother right here has a uniquely different talent. He has an eye for design, and I could tell just by looking at his Instagram so, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, we have the owner and master florist of Mikel's Florist, Mr. Marquis Bonner. Woo! Yeah! How you doing, sir? I'm doing pretty good. How are you doing today? Was that too much of an intro? That, that was a lot? Um... <laughs> No, I mean, it sounds amazing, but it sounds so good. I was just like, do I say something? <laughs> we still working out the kinks, but that, that moment was for you. Um, and I'm so glad that you are just here with us to share your experiences. So the first question I have for you is, who is Marquis Bonner? Oh, okay. Who is Marquis Bonner? So I like to tell everyone... Um, that I'm obviously still finding out who Marquis Bonner is, but I am a 32-year-old artist, um, in a sense, and probably uh, a homebody, but but more than anything, probably just an artist. So when did you discover that you had um, artistic talent or an eye for design? I would say I probably always I've always known that I had an artist's eye. Um, probably when I was seven years old, I kind of like took fashion. Um, I, I, 
I really got into fashion, like the different threading, um, all type of designer names and stuff like that. And it wasn't until probably like 2009 when my aunt was like, do you want to work at the flower shop with me? And I mean, from there, I kind of just, I kind of just kept with it. So what are some of the things you did as a kid? Like, did you design anything? Did you draw anything? What are some of your earlier creations? Ooh, I don't know what I can say and what I can't say. You can say whatever um, you want to say. I mean, speak freely. I mean, even curse words. And yes. Stuff. Okay. So um, probably when I was eight years old, I kind of knew I was different in a sense. Mm -hmm. I was probably the only kid, um, even though I was the only one with my mom at the time, I was the only kid that was redecorating his room probably like every damn five <laughs> months. Yes, you probably were. <laughs> and the only thing I had was like um, different floral material, which is funny because I, I never even cared about flowers. Um, but I mean, it was that I was into cars. I just liked um, high quality materials. And I learned at an early age that I, I just really knew what quality was. I would go into the furniture store and I would just rub my hand on um, the leather, Italian leather, all top grain and all of that. And mm. as my aunt say, I just had a niche for quality. So, Wow. At that young of an age, you really had... See, I'm trying to think. Well, I was like picking my boogers and playing in the dirt and stuff. But you're like literally observing the quality of fabrics and... Wow. So you, so you really knew this is something you were into and that you wanted to do. Like it really grasped you. Um. Yeah. I mean, on my on my, you know, my regular time, I probably was picking boogers and stuff. <laughs> I mean, just looking back, I was that kid that I mean, I did stuff that kids did, mm -hmm. but I was to trying to have my mom purchase like a Mercedes model car mm -hmm. so I can try to out what what makes that car what it is i was just always very observant when it came to thing when it when it came to stuff and so i guess that's that's kind of like what got me here okay now i'm gonna sidetrack a little bit because i'm a gamer you said you're a gamer what do you yeah. what kind of games do you play what are you currently playing are you pc xbox playstation definitely ps4 um <gasps> Don't want to buy the PS5 yet because they keep scamming. But, um, <laughs> yeah, they are scamming. Right. I, um, I'm on Warzone hard. Like, yes, sir. I just got to be real. In between every arrangement is Warzone. <laughs> <laughs> I love Warzone. Me and my friends get on Saturday. I crack some beers. We get on Plunder and we just run Plunder for hours. The Plunder is the one where you get. Cash, right? Yeah, but I'm on Xbox. Okay. I'm not on PlayStation. Um, okay. But I'm going to still get your gamer tag because now with this new generation, hopefully when you get a PS5 and I get an Xbox, whatever it's called, Series X, they're going to do more cross-play across all platforms. So we'll be able but to you play. You can cross-play on Warzone? Yeah, you can. There's people on there at PCs, like Xbox, all oh, type of stuff. You so. just put me on. Okay, I would definitely need to get your gamer tag. Okay, so you said 2000. When did you start working in a uh, flower shop with your aunt? 2000. I'm mistaken because I was working at I was working at like call tech at first, and it was not my thing. Um, and she asked, 
in like 2009 for me to come just to be like a receptionist, mm-hmm. uh, whatever that was. <laughs> so yeah. Okay. So what? How did that? I guess. So you talked about a couple things. I, I want to get the order right. So you said, you said in your question that you were fired a lot. Oh, so I, you know what? It's funny because I I really forgot what I told you to be honest with you, but I. I was. I, I have probably been fired at every job I had. Wait, is this um, before you worked with your aunt or after? Oh, this is this is all my life. All your. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, go ahead. I, I like I like that you put that on there because um, well, I consider you successful. I don't know all your business, but looking at your Instagram and looking at the quality of your work and you being the owner and the master florist, you're successful in my opinion. But I feel like sometimes we as successful people, we don't talk about the failures enough. Like people think you just woke up and you had it and everything went perfect and everything went well. So when you put that on there, I was like, oh, because usually I got to dig for that. So let's talk about, well, give me some of the experiences with working with your aunt first. And then we can talk about some of your failures and kind of how that transitioned you to where you are now. Uh, the experiences. Um, for a long time, I would tell people that my aunt introduced me to the floral industry. Um, and it was, it was because she was so busy a lot that she didn't really have time to teach me the way you're supposed to teach a person when they're getting into this industry. But, um, looking back on it and with the stuff, you know, that we're dealing, that I deal with, we both deal with on a day-to-day basis with customers. Uh, I'm so random and long-winded. I'm trying not to be long-winded. Go ahead. You've but... actually been short-winded. <laughs> this is this is about okay. this is listen. This is about you and your story. Right. They hear me every week. They hear me right. blabber every week. This is about you and sharing your experience for that young florist that's coming in behind you. They need to hear this. Hey, I I mean she didn't have that much time to teach me, but I observed and I picked up on everything that she did not do, um, in my opinion, right. Um, The difference between me and my aunt is, of course, I mean, I'm 32, my aunt is probably coming on 60. So she is what you call a traditional florist. Me, I'm more of like that. I don't don't wanna say millennial, but I am kind of like that millennial, um, compact type, luxury chic florist. So, So there's a difference. I don't use Oasis. She uses Oasis, which is a material that soaks the flowers up. I'm more of a free, um, they call it, what do they call it? I think they call it freestyling or something like that, where I'm only using water for my flowers okay. and it's supposed to last more and things like that. But some of the things I I, um, I picked up, like I said, I wasn't, I wasn't even interested in this, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Um, but as I started paying more, more and more attention to different designs, and just to be quite honest, the money that you can make from this, <laughs> I, I seen her tax return. I was like, this is going to be my life for a little while. And um, I ended up enrolling into environmental horticulture. I think this was like 2010. Oh, wow. I, I was in there. And it taught me a little bit about the plant side. And it, it taught me a little bit about the floral side. But when I got to the floral classes, I realized that I was already too advanced. And so everything she told us to do, I would already be done by the time she says start. And 
I ended up getting a B in that class. What? I know. Tell me about it. It's hey, it hating. You know, you, you, you already know. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah. I mean. So there's actually like a school that teaches you all this stuff and trains you. I I gotta be very honest and clear. So environmental horticulture was just a class where you could I, I got in just to be able to have floral. But to me, if you're gonna learn from somebody, you need to learn for somebody that's like a real master florist. Um some people go to New York for this, some people may go to um Paris. Well, um I think that would be Italy, right? It is. Um, there's a school in London, I'll say, but you don't have to have a certification. And when people ask me, have I had a graduated with a certification in this? I was like, I always laugh because it's like asking a rapper, have they went to rapping school? <laughs> Either you have it or you don't. So <laughs> true, true. Okay, um, that's interesting. I didn't know that it was that deep. Like that's wow. That's good information too. I bet most people don't know that. Um, I could imagine what that school would be like. So, tell us about some of your failures. You said you've probably been fired from every job you've ever. That's a lot. That's a lot. It's what? a lot of jobs. It got to the point where I, I was. I'll just say this: no matter what job I had. Um, Growing up, people considered me, a lot of cousins considered me to be living in my own world. And I thought of it as um, everyone else has created their own reality and I could have, I could create mine. And no matter what job I had, I always felt like I was, I mean, I'm humble, but I always felt like I was better than the boss. And I didn't. I always knew I would never be in that position long because the life that the boss lived is the life that I wanted, and I didn't want to settle for working for somebody for not even five years, to be honest with you, because I just I felt like they never value us the way um, they would value their own company. So that is uh, very insightful and very true. <laughs> that that's very true. Um, so. Based off of, do you have a, you got to give me one story. One story oh. of when you got fired. You got to give me at least one. Okay, okay. So I'm not going to say what grocery store I was working at, but it was like a high-end grocery store. And um, I originally took this job because I wanted the manager position. At the time, I think manager position was making probably like $1,000 a week. This was like in 2014. Um started the job with host again the manager position um immediately raised um no okay started a job um within hopes of getting the manager position um instantly got um started getting put on schedules by myself there's usually people working at a time and i was put by myself in this one particular time it was it was snow in midland texas and um it was a a disaster. We, um, even though I made the arrangements and there was no problem with the arrangements, there was problem with delivery and ugh, I'm trying not to be long winded. I keep thinking about it, but I'll just you're say good. this. So you're good. I short, promise you, you're good. <laughs> long story short, um, I end up getting a call from, no, I end up calling the district, 
the regional manager. And I said, well, you know, hey, um, I think her name was, I don't remember her name, to be honest. I know it started with an L. Okay. But I hey, you know, I'm just wondering about the manager position. I see that we've already grown $250,000 since I've been here compared to last year. Put those stats out there. Right. And so she was like, you know, yeah, well, um, such and such told me that she don't think you're ready for the position and this and that and blah, blah, blah. I would say the whole time I was at this company, I was making arrangements, but I was taking a picture of it, building my portfolio. Mm-hmm. Um, the manager over me told the general manager, and I would I was left with an ultimatum, um, saying, you know, either you stop taking pictures of what you design and posting it, or you can find another job. And was that for me? That was my dryer. Sorry. Yeah, I, I was like, is that? No, that was my, no, 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 I apologize. That was my dryer. I, I meant to turn it off before I started it. I'm sorry, continue. They gave me an ultimate. <laughs> this mic is super sensitive. They gave you an ultimatum? Yeah, they gave me an ultimatum to, to either stop posting the pictures that I of my designs or um, I would have to find another job. And I remember letting them know before I left I was like, well, I'm going to find another job. I, but before I walked out the door, because at this time they called HR, there was a lawyer in there. I mean, it was, it was, it was a lot. What? Um, yeah, but this was a second incident. The first incident was um, just her showing the, 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 the store manager my Instagram and stuff. But when we got to the second, um, the second problem, they had lawyers, um, HR, and I told her that I quit. And I said, before I left, because I walked out, then I came back. And I said, and I looked them in their face and I said, I can't wait to um, I get to the place where I can actually talk about this on television. I said, because I'm gonna make it and um, none of you are gonna stop me. So, yeah, it was, I would say it was, it was some hate and shit. I need, so. a, rep- I need a round of applause for that story. You're going to see him on TV. And he's going to say the name of your damn store. <laughs> wow. Over some pictures. Interesting. Mm-hmm. But at that point, what I didn't say was it was one million more dollars um, within the time that I was there. There was one million more dollars in, um, in revenue. And there used to be a lot of... Um, Oh yeah, I'm glad I caught myself. A lot of people coming in asking for me specifically, and they would say, you know, where's the little black boy? Um, he does great work and this and that. So, yeah. So your talent was shining through. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, how do we get to where you are today? You got your own business. You are an owner of Mikel's Flores. How did this come about? Mm, to be honest with you, a lot of fucking work. Um, <laughs> yeah, you can say say that again, please. A lot of fucking work. Thank and, you. Um, I, I always, I'm always like questioning myself when I'm answering a question because I want to make sure that I'm being very clear on where my stand is with questions and stuff like that. So, because I like to say there's two parts of me. There's, there's the artist perspective, and then there's my personal 
perspective and I mean personally going through life and us not getting enough representation in our homes or on TV or whatever it's kind of like a put down on on our opportunities in life and where we can make it but you know like artist wise you know you have all of these ideas and the best thing the best thing you can do with your ideas and to be honest with you this guy named I think his name yeah it's Jalen Legrand he has like this Christian store or whatever but the best advice I got from him was to just do because I always used to talk about I want it to be this way I want it to be that way I want it to it to be this quality mm-hmm. and he said um it sounds like you just need to do it and um after that you can just create you know the business or the branding or whatever you want in the business so it took a fucking lot a lot of hard work a lot of letdowns a lot of not having money a lot of questioning yourself a lot of um a lot of rebuilding your own um confidence yeah and a lot of business owners black in particular don't talk about the shit that you have to go through um the everyday struggle yeah and I always question myself if, if I should say this, but I always like to tell people, nobody want to talk about the negative thoughts you have on business. They always want to say, well, keep it, keep it positive yeah. and blah, blah. And I'm just like, it's a lot. Shit is hard. It is. <laughs> it, yeah. It, I, yeah. And, and I'm with you just to give you a little bit about my background. I'm a teacher by trade. I teach now, but I did real estate full time. And I was in Charleston, South Carolina, predominantly white. You know, so... I, I, oh, can you hear me? Oh, we just had a little blur. Yeah. Did you hear me the whole time? Not the whole time. Oh. I hear you now. Um, sorry, y'all. I'm not editing that. Um, I said I was a, a realtor in Charleston, South Carolina, so and with, which was predominantly white. So I understand that struggle of, hey, if I don't work and make something happen, I don't eat. Ain't no paycheck on the 1st and 15th when you're working on right. your own. And you're doing your own taxes. You got to create your own marketing. You got to create your own schedule. You got to get your ass up and go to an appointment, even if it's rain, sleet, snow, and you don't want to go because your ass needs yep. something to eat or you need clothes yes. or you want to travel. Like, there is no calling out sick. You you calling out yep. sick means no money. And that person, there's no loyalty. People will sign a contract and they will fire you and go to go to the next person. They don't care about you. So I'm glad you're bringing this up and I'm glad that you are speaking about it because you're right. Enough of us, this is an unpopular opinion, but it's the truth. Enough of us don't talk about it and a lot of us make it seem like any and everybody can just run out and start a business and be successful. And it's just right. not true. Like there, I learned from real estate that I'm just not built for that and I'd rather have more of a passive role than an active role. I'd rather put money in something and have someone else be doing the work and I get a kickback or I need something mm-hmm. simple like a damn vending machine. I go fill it up. Y'all bought all the shit. I go back. I get my money. I put the, the stuff back in it. I'm out. I'm about to do that soon. But, you know, you realize that about yourself and you're right about the negative thoughts. Like, I'm like, what am I doing? Like, right. <laughs> it was great experience. I learned from it and I gained a mentor from it. But it, yeah, those thoughts, they eat you up at night, man. You, it's, you be sick. <laughs> I, I do want to say, you said 
Okay. You said something about it's not easy. It's not easy doing the work, mm-hmm. but it is easy. Like I like I tell my mom, I tell my friends, I say, if you're gonna waste your damn time, waste your time on something that that's gonna actually be lucrative for you. Like it's it's probably not as easy to get the revenue that you want. But let's just say you wanted to do like an eyelash company. It's easy to get an Instagram, a Facebook, a Twitter, and a website. Yes. And then market. That would be easy. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. I guess that would be part of like the whole just damn do it. Yeah. Some parts of it are easy. Some aren't. Same with this podcast. This is year five. I I mean, I got a million stories, but now it's like, now it's a cakewalk. Now I got to get to the money. But now that I have structure... It's time to get to money. So, um, tell us more about your business. So, wh- wh- what was your what was your turning point? Or do you think you've reached a turning point where you're like, I can relax a little bit? Have you gotten there yet? Oh, damn! <laughs> you can't relax a, li- a little bit, a little bit. I think. Um, uh, should I say this? Okay. So, I think with with me doing a lot. Um, so when we say Master Floors, um, owner and Master Floors, I'm pretty much doing everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's hard to bring somebody in to help me with that because I'm so critical of stuff. And if it can't be done the way I want it to be done, I kind of rather do it myself. What was the question again? You just answered another yes. question. <laughs> I, I want to ask you that I, that I do stay on top no, of it. I, I like what you just said, though, because... I have some friends who are artistic, right? And y'all have this, y'all have that in common. Y'all all have that in common. Y'all think similarly, not the same, but similarly. And I enjoy talking to people like you because I'm not artistic, I don't think, in any way. So I like hearing y'all, y'all train of thoughts and the way that y'all see the world is very interesting because I can't view it through that lens. But um, no, I asked you if you've, you've reached a point or like a turning point to where you can relax a little bit. No, I, I let me... To be honest with you, and um, I'm gonna just no, I ain't gonna say that. So, <laughs> I, I, okay, I haven't I haven't reached that point, point. Mm-hmm. Um, and I and it's so funny because one day my aunt told me not the aunt that has a flower shop, but her sister. She was like, "This seems to be what keeps you going," and a lot of the times the flower thing is what keeps me going. To with me and how I think. There is no calmness because I'm not I'm not the average person that's fine with six figures. To me, six figures is like new EBT. Ooh, um, okay. I hate to say that um, for the people that are making six figures. I'm not talking about them in a bad way. It's just that my mind and the way I think about life and goals and what I want out of life continues to rise. That's why, like, for instance, I have a friend um, that I depend on. Um, We go to different restaurants all the time for a different experience. And there is a level of uh, artistry in the ambience of the place that I need for me to be able to create. Because when I'm going somewhere, I'm thinking of it as what's new? Okay, the food got to be good. What's new? What colors did they put together? What textures do I see when I'm in there? What's the inspiration? I always want to keep my business in mind. 
because at any time there can always be this new customer or client that I get that are like, we want something different. And I can be somewhere like, I'm not going to say the name because I don't really like their food, but I could be somewhere with, with, you know, like turquoise and honey mustard um, color. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I thought that shit go together. But now I see that it goes together and I can put like these spray roses or dahlias or whatever design together. I know you're probably looking like, I don't know what none of that is, but it's out. I can Google it, but I okay. I understand your mindset. My broker used to tell me that it, like he used to always talk real estate when we would go places, he'd look around the buildings. He would ask me, like, how big you think this building is? How many square feet you think this is? And I'd be like, man, I'm just trying to eat this damn sandwich. What are you talking about? Right. And he's like, you got to be thinking about this. You, he said, everyone you see in here is a potential client. And you can't think about what you already know um, and what you don't know. You have to think about what it is that they might need from you. Sorry for the technical difficulties, y'all, but uh, Marquis, you were saying when I was mentioning real estate and how anyone could be a potential client. Yes, so anybody can be a potential client, but for the person that hears this, um, what I like that is that we're all different. We're all different artists, um, and a lot of times, the difference between the artist and business, it, it never seems to work out if you try to put both of them in the same box. I've never been the type of person that I don't like networking events. Um, And I feel like when you go to these networking events, there's probably 50 people in the room, two people that you may absolutely love. The rest of them, you're just telling them, hey, my name is such and such. What's your name? Oh, what you do? Oh, what you like? Here's my business card, blah, blah, blah. So um, everyone is a potential customer, um, but there are different ways to reach people that kind of makes you comfortable. Hmm. That was probably slightly off topic. It was. No. I get random in conversation. That's actually, I'm glad you brought that up because that's a lot of people's go-to. A lot of people's go-to is, oh, I need to go to this business mixer. And you're right. A lot of, I went to a bunch of them shits as a realtor. And yes. I don't even remember half of them. <laughs> I never did business with them. Don't remember half of them. It just seems like, well, this is what I'm supposed to do. But the funny thing was I met most of my clients through, because I was teaching, so a lot through friends and family, just a lot of word of mouth and social media. A lot of people hit me up on social media just DM me asking a simple question or I would post something personal about a house or be at an open house and someone would comment and I would begin a conversation there. So there's more than one way to get a client. That's actually really, that's a gem. Thank you for that. Thank you. So do you have to do any of the actual growing and caring for any of the flowers that you use? No. So that's for um, a nursery or we would call like a farmer. I strictly do things like a retail. Now, I've had some plants in my place because there's a difference. Because black people say this all the time. They say, um, oh, you did a beautiful plant arrangement. So there's flowers, and then there's plants. I'm a florist, so I work with flowers and flower arrangements. Now, I can put a hell of a dish garden together, um, but I work with more, mostly flowers. And, oh, damn, you, you did ask me that question. You was like, oh, no, okay, so no, I'm not, I'm not growing them, mm-hmm. but I am buying them from the wholesaler. And of course, the wholesaler is the middleman between me and the farmer. Um, And a lot of times, it's best to get flowers from the wholesaler because the quality is just better. 
And you're about your quality. Always about the quality. And when you, when I, I got a lot of floors that follow my page. And I feel like it's amazing that they follow my page. I used to worry about if they're going to steal my ideas. But then you have to realize when you're an artist, there's no idea you can steal because you always have more ideas. But when I'm looking on their page, Uh sometimes um, you can always tell a good florist can always tell the difference between who went to Trader Joe's and who went to the wholesaler. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. And you want to get flowers from a florist that you can see the quality that it lasts and that you're getting them from a wholesaler. If you need to go to a grocery store to get flowers, by, by all means, a florist is a person that can make beautiful flower arrangements. Right. So, no matter where they come from. But when you're when you're looking for a flower arrangement, I mean, you want it to be high quality and you want it to last so you can get your money worth. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So who are who are some of your clientele? Who do you typically seem to get business from? When you say that, what do you mean? Like like so, really what you asked so, me? No. <laughs> yeah, really what I what I asked you. So I guess like or well, I need to throw Ooh, this in there. Event no events. Like what type of events do people typically use your stuff for? <laughs> the way uh, you look, you look like you was about to answer a different type of question. I'm I'm still gonna answer that question. Um <laughs> I had to so, clarify, but we can go we can I'll ask that next. I've been put in a realm um that I've that I've recognized and I love of a all occasion florist. That's what I am. And the reason nice. why I say that is because I'm not the person you come to for wedding and events. And although I can do anything, but um, I get all occasions. My biggest seller is birthday arrangements, home arrangements. And to be honest with you, when I first got into this, I said, I want to be the person that is inside of your home. Excuse me. Now, is it always easy? When it comes to subscriptions and stuff, it's so hard to keep up with. But um, that's typically what I do. I don't care to do weddings. I'm just going to put that out there be completely honest with you because a lot of times people go back and forth. Mm-hmm. And like I said in the beginning, I'm an artist that happens to be a florist. Artist first. So I like to create things based off moods, color palettes, budgets, and stuff like that. If I'm getting too much information or what not to do, what to do, do this, do it monochromatic, do it, it kind of messes up the whole thought process. And um, so, yeah, I'm all occasion florist. Okay. Okay. So let's get to this. So uh, (laughs) on your questionnaire, you mentioned more black support. This is something you wanted to talk about. So... (laughs) As I was getting into the last one, that's what I missed. So 99.9% of my business comes from white clients. 99.9? Let me go back. 96% of my clients are the U.S. I get probably 3% out of the country, which would be... um, Oh, nice. Yeah, Asia. Um, 
Australia, Italy. Yeah, 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 it is. Yeah, pause a lot right, of pause right there. How the hell do you get your arrangements to them the way that you, because you're particular, clearly. So how do you right. know, how can you, what's the process of making sure, all right, I made this, I'm, I'm packaging it, and I'm ship, shipping it halfway across the world, like, that's, see, see, that's the question everybody always asks, and it's not me getting it there. It's that they have friends that live here, oh. and they're trying to get things here. Um, there's a lot of people in France. That's what I meant to say the first time. A lot of people in France that send stuff to people that live in Frisco, so I always get those clients. And to be honest with you, I want to make sure I say this right. I appreciate all clients. Um I love when I get clients from out of the country because they have a different feel for what flowers mean to them. Um, you know, people here, you know, sometimes we want to grab inexpensive stuff, just something to grab, just to just to kind of fill a space. Mm -hmm. and, and for them, every flower counts and it means something. Um, back to the, the question. Okay, okay. 99 <clears throat> A lot of my customers are are white. Um, I probably got a 70% of women customers. The rest of the percentage that are bought for men are buying them for their girlfriends, wives, or whatever the other occasion is going to be. Um, have I seen an increase of black support this year? I have. Have there been a lot of stuff that's happening in the world that makes us want to give more support to our own? Yes. But... I, I'm not. I'm not trying to get off topic, but I, I think people really need to understand how important it is to be black and support somebody black. First thing I gotta say, with me being a, and I do consider myself a successful florist, we gotta let our kids know that being a florist is also a part of a career. Most of the florists that you guys see that you may drive by, you might may not pay attention to in Dallas, they're making a million dollars a year. Um, and we're not realizing that's a career for somebody, for one of us, but, um, it also, it would just feel much better to get more black support. Um, and I think that considering, I feel like we come from royalty, um, we should want fly arrangements or something fresh and live in our home. So, yeah, I think, wow, you, you are correct. I agree with you. Um, <clears throat> I've seen it. I've had conversations about this, about why things are the way they are between us. I'm not going to go down that road. It's a lot. But I right. will say this from you and what I've learned from you, and something I'm actually going to do, is just learn more about flowers in general. Like, There's just a lot of stuff I just don't care about, don't know. But I do know that at a lot of some of the most monumental occasions of our lives, there are flowers there. There are flowers. There's some type of arrangement, you know, weddings birthdays unfortunately someone's death there's flowers there so it's like those symbolize something those represent something and they do add to a room i actually had a girlfriend i used to buy her fresh flowers and she loved it and it just i don't know it just did something to the entire mood of the house like it just did something different um and that's something i used to buy them for myself but i haven't in a while but that's something i think i want to get back into but uh uh and uh, another thing i wanted to say was um I mean, do we ever really just sit and think that 
there is a way to incorporate us in every single aspect of our lives. When I look at television, I mean, there's a show out now about florists and stuff like that, and I've thought about being on it, whatever. Um, but when I sit and look at TV shows, I literally sit there and see flower arrangements all over the set, like Ellen show when it was on or whatever, beautiful tulip, um, parrot tulips at that, not regular tulips, parrot tulips right there in front of her. Wendy Williams sit by a fresh flower arrangement every single show she does. Um, what's the show where the, the, the man end up, I forgot what the damn show was called, but every single um, show that has some real money into it, mm -hmm. so many flower arrangements on the set. And what I sit and I think about is not who did it, what opportunity was created within that business mm -hmm. to pay a florist? Because if I'm doing five arrangements a week for a set and there's a thousand sets, you know, it just it's just so many ways we can incorporate someone in our business. And 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 while I'm on that, hopefully I can speak freely. Yes, you can. As a community, let's stop reaching out to people that do um, unique thing, unique things like myself, and let's stop asking for something that's free because I've received so many emails in the past from black businesses and stuff, and they always say, "Well, is there any way you could sponsor such and such, and then I can mention your name?" And I'm just sitting here like, not saying that I'm on a high horse, but these hands, yes have created so many arrangements that why would you ask me to do it for free when we can just all benefit from it the right way? You know what I mean? So that's another thing. Stop asking us to do shit for free. I'm not trying to do shit for y'all for free. I'm tired of doing shit for y'all for free. I mean, I'm already experienced. I'm on the, I'm all over the fucking internet. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> respect me. Put some respect on my name. <laughs> y'all would want someone to respect y'all, and nothing is fucking free. If I want, if I, I know people that cater, I know people that do music, and when I reach out to them, I say, "What's the fee?" I'm not. Hold, saying, hold on, hold. Okay, my bad. We have that in common. My closest friends, my closest friends, fraternity brother, bled with you, that have businesses, I say, hey, this is what I need. Let me know what your fee. Man, Rob, bruh, you run a business. Yes. I am a customer. This ain't got nothing to do with our friendship. Mm -mm. I know what it's like when you have a business and you got to eat. Right. If I can go out and pay everybody else, why I can't pay you and you standing right next to me? I it, I don't want a discount. I, I like. Yeah. <laughs> that you unleash something in me when I tell you. Should I say this? I'm gonna just say this. Celebrities, because they do the same shit, and it's like, oh well, do this for me, and I'm gonna mention your name, and I just be thinking to myself. 
there's only five to seven celebrities that I would ever in my life know today, this year, do something for free for. Mm-hmm. And a lot of these people, these celebrities, although they are popular and big, but unless you can really make the earth move, yeah. I'm not trying to do no shit for free for you because even if I've had a client that's worth $40 million try to say, well, I'll do this and that and that. And I was like, excuse me, that doesn't matter. Like I'm here to provide a service. And she was like, um, I don't want to say what she said. Dang. I said it was a she. All right. Moving on. Right. Keep your, we're not here to keep you intact. I need you to, yeah, keep your floral arrangements moving. <laughs> Need those packages moving. But I, I understand. Like I saw the fire in you when I mentioned it because I know what that feels like. I DJed. To I know I had a bunch of jobs, but I DJed and people want me to. Oh, well, can you do it for hundred dollars? You want me to put together five to six hours of music, practice it, bring three thousand dollars worth of equipment, go stand on my feet while y'all go enjoy yourselves. I'm gonna be okay. standing on my feet, making sure y'all still moving, making announcements. Pack all this stuff up at the end of the night, put it in my car, go back home, and you want to give me a hundred funky ass dollars? Hundred dollars. No. You can, <laughs> you can do a CD and send it to them. Exactly. It's like people people don't think about what if I was on the other side of the counter. Like, again, it's like the mentality of, and then like even like with the celebrity thing. Yes, some celebrity endorsements will do what you need them to do for you, but. You just saying you'll mention my name. I don't know if you're going to do that. But if you pay me, I know I'm going to get this money. Right. That's you know? Right. And it's like, <laughs> if you're a celebrity and you got it. <laughs> right. What? Like, huh? Yeah, money. I don't get it. Like, money talks. Like, it's, it's hard out here, y'all. Like, I, I don't. Yeah, that's just a whole. We could talk about that for hours. We could. Yeah. But... Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm sorry that you're experiencing that. Hopefully, it's less frequent. But just oh, yeah. to, just, just to our community, man, to black people, like y'all, we like to get paid and make money just like everybody else. Like yeah. our stuff is quality too. Like we bust our ass for our products too. So to yeah. approach someone just because we look the same, had the same skin color, and you expect me to do something for you for less. Out of my business. We're not talking about personal. This is my business. My right. business. This is how I eat. This is how I live. This is how I build a legacy for my family. Right. Not supposed to discount it for you. Come on, man. Cause you don't do because we don't do that everywhere else. And we don't do that with everybody else. We just do it with each other. We and do, we I'm sorry. No, no, go ahead, go ahead. I'm so passionate. <laughs> we do not go to Louis Vuitton and Christian Louboutin and all of these companies and say can I get that for 40% off? They're going to say, I'm so sorry. No, you can't. And um, another thing is because me and a lot of my friends have talked about, you know, black experience and all that different type of stuff and support. Another thing is, and, and I do understand that everybody can't leave a review. And sometimes it's hard to remember with, with how life is, but reviews are important. Yes. And also let's be honest. A a (coughs) lot. All black people aren't the same, so Facts. we're not gonna we're not gonna have the same resources and things like that. So like if I if I want to support a black business and they fuck up something, 
Yes. What we need to learn is to call them and give them constructive criticism. So, so and then expect for it to be right the next time, but don't, don't throw them to the side and just be done with them. Because at the end of the day, we still all need to support each other. Round of applause. I'm, Uh, I can, uh, I can Ladies and gentlemen, what he just guess what? Black businesses, we also have this thing called customer service. Hey. Like, give me a chance. Don't to go me. to the internet and beat the crap out of me over my a, a mistake. A mistake. Like, promise. I said this on the show before. I'm gonna go real quick with this. Me and my friend went to a taco truck. We was following this taco truck on Instagram. She was like, let's go. Went to the taco truck. Food was trash. You know what I did? I thought about it. I DM'd them. I said, hey, we got your tacos. They didn't look like they looked in the pictures. They weren't good. I just thought I would let you know. They were dry, blah, blah, blah. They gave both of us our money back. They gave both of us 20 or $25 gift cards and invited us back out to the taco truck. See? Versus me just posting and saying, y'all don't eat here. It's trash. It's one time. It's one time. I don't need to do, and it wasn't that. It wasn't that serious, but they right. over delivered. I wasn't expecting. I wasn't really expecting anything, honestly. But like, y'all gave me my money back, and basically they said, "Come back and eat free." Like we can do that too. It's like we rush. It's like we, we rush to put each other down, from do. either from the 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 celebrity down to the for lack of a better word, just regular, regular people when it comes to breakups. If something negative happens, somebody want to be the first to run tell that to the world. And it's like, you know, you could have just picked up the phone and had a conversation and that could have been resolved in like two minutes. You didn't have to do a whole spread about this. You could have just asked, probably could have solved what you need to solve in a question or two. Right. And it would have been done. And I, yeah, yeah, we, I love y'all. We, we, I love y'all. We love y'all. Okay? Yes, we do. We do. But we these do. types of conversations need to be had because this is how we get to a better place. And I'm I'm not exempt. I've not done the best business, but I've learned. I've grown. So, but and I and I've cringed with getting black orders this year because I'm like shit. What do I what do I Okay, they said this. They just said that. And I'm like, damn. Okay, I know it's $75, and this is what I do for $75, but are they going to expect more for the 75 And then I'm put in this position to where I'm overthinking my artistry because I'm like, oh, if I do wrong, they're going to go on that Google and say, wow. oh, he's just nasty. So, I mean, yeah, we, we got to... We, we just got to... You know what? I think the best thing is like, just treating somebody like you want to be treated. We're all trying to make it out here, and we're all trying to provide something that's amazing. Um, and I'm, that's what it comes down to. Yeah. Yo. Because there's a lot, of, a lot of black business owners that I could name so many of them. And just looking online, there are so many black businesses today. And I support black business from the things that I use in my hair things on my face, when I brush my 
the toothbrush, what I brush, the, the everything. Yes. This thing, but I'm just saying, like, <laughs> yes. So <laughs> I, I understand it. Every guest that I've had on here that has a product or a service, I I think I've made at least one purchase from them. It's a lot of people. Um, yeah. <laughs> I try to do it. I try to do something to show some support. You know, promote their episode, send people in their direction. But you, you actually just pointed out something I didn't even think about: the anxiety that comes along with doing black business, doing business yeah. with each other. I would want that to be the most exciting and fun part, not the sure. most stressful. But it goes back to how we are, how we treat each other, how we talk to each other, our expectation. Yeah. Versus what versus what we put out. It's like you you can't give me, you know, your your price dictates my level of service, not your attitude, not your personal expectation. The price is for this. So I don't <laughs> like you not gonna give me you can't do the basic package package and then expect the supreme package. But yeah. So but yeah. I got some new gray hairs. Um, I'm all right. I've monopolized enough of your time, but I do want to ask you one last question. And if there's anything important that you feel like you didn't get a chance to say, please say it. But uh, you talked about new products coming soon. Are you able to elaborate a little bit? Because I'm like, I'm curious. Because I'm like, what the hell could he be talking about? Like, I have no idea. <laughs> right. So I would like to say um, there are new products coming soon. Um, I will be working on a fragrance. I do want to kind of get into more of self-care. Um, we already know what mental health, I mean, mental wellness have done this year, last year, all the other years. But um, I do plan on coming out with some self-care products. Um, bath salts, soap, home fragrances, oils, and things like that. One of the things that I pay attention to when I am shopping um, and I'm going into different businesses and stuff like that is fragrances. Um, to be honest with you, just the other day, my favorite store is Home Goods. Most of the shit in my house is for Home Goods. I love Home Goods. <laughs> Gotta be real, they should give me a collaboration. Um, that's home just Goods, y'all hear that? Right. I, but I picked up this peony candle and it's funny because I just shared something on my Instagram about a lot of people have purchased or um, seen six different species of peonies when there's 33 different species of peonies. And we've only seen six. Most of the people have only seen, honestly, like five. But I picked up the candle and I smelled it. And I was like, this is not a peony at all. So, and then another thing is, with, with everything that goes on and, and the things that we go through in our lives, the best thing is self-care, to be honest with you. Um, and I want to get into the bath salts, the, the, um, the bath bombs, and the fragrances and stuff like that. And I want them to be floral-inspired. Um, and what better person to bring a product to you like this than a person that actually know how it damn smells. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> That's true. So, you know... Um, so that's what I'm working on. And I would I want to tell people, follow my Instagram. Of course, it's Mikhail's Florist, which is M-I-K-E-L-L-S, florist, like the professional. And um, yeah, just stay tuned because I'm working on that. And 
yeah, that's the new stuff that I that I really wanna I really wanna get out. Thank you so much. Um, that is because I was trying to think how can I support this brother with a floral floral arrangement. Um, but that's right up my alley. I'm big on fragrances and scents. Um, I could probably get something and have it shipped to my mom. She'll love it. Um, and I get some stuff for myself, too. Because, like you said, you know exactly <laughs> what it smells like. Because most of the time, they tell you what it is. And it's like, I can't tell you how many times I've sniffed a can. I'm like, this ain't, what the hell is this? Like, <laughs> I'm like, y'all just put anything in here, man. But... <laughs> Thank you again. Um, I'll make sure your information is in the description. And ladies and gentlemen, that's it. You know, um, another episode of From My Experience podcast in the books. I want to thank our special guest, Mr. Marquis Bonner, for joining us. Um, thank you so much for sharing your experience and keeping it 1,000% real. Thank you for that, man. You know, most people don't get the, the, the real, real of the conversation, but black people we got to support each other we have to do better we got to have the conversation we can't be afraid of the conversation and take some criticism that's how we get better you know what i'm saying that is how we master our crafts like we have to fail before we succeed it's gonna happen but anyway ladies and gentlemen um you already know you can follow us fme underscore podcast on instagram from my experience podcast on facebook and uh Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, please. We, I want y'all on Apple Podcasts for a couple of couple of reasons. But if you're not an Apple Podcast listener, just do do us a favor and go 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 on over to Apple Podcasts. We got some things coming soon, and we're gonna have new ways for you to be able to support us. And we're gonna do some more giveaways and things like that in the near future. But until next time, ladies and gentlemen, take care of yourselves physically mentally and financially and we'll see y'all next time peace